we turn to hidden histories uh, with our old mate here, uh, Donald Fallon, historian and author of the Come Here To Me blog. Now, for many years after independence, our TDs shuffle past the statue of Queen Victoria on their way in and out of Leinster House, nicknamed the Owl Bitch. It was quietly removed in the 1940s after decades of campaigning and spent some time abandoned and largely forgotten out of sight here until she was later donated as a gift to the people of Australia. It's unusual. It's the case of our very own moving statues. Good morning, Donald. Good morning. Good to be back. Yes, tell us now. Queen Victoria, she reigned for longer than any other British monarch and through some of the most turbulent times in Irish history. It's amazing to think she reigned from 1837 until 1901, uh, which makes her the longest-serving British monarch and the longest female monarch in history. But in an Irish context, it always comes back to us, I suppose, this makes her synonymous with a period of political turmoil and tragedy. And she was known to Irish nationalists as the Famine Queen because, of course, she was on the throne during the disastrous potato famine here. Uh, when she later came to Ireland in 1900, Maud Gawne lambasted her by writing, in truth for Victoria in the decrepitude of her 81 years to have decided after an absence of half a century to visit the country she hates and whose inhabitants are the victims of the criminal policy of her reign, the survivors of 60 years of organised famine, the political necessity must have been terribly strong. So to Irish nationalists, she didn't exactly have a great fan club. Now, when did the statue get erected? And, of course, when it was erected at Leinster House, it wasn't Parliament at that time. No. Now, Victoria dies in 1901 and the statue goes up in 1908. The work of John Hughes, a very, very talented artist and sculptor. Leinster House at the time was the Royal Dublin Society. Uh, this was a time before our independence, before it became Dáil Éireann. It was a massive ceremony. You had a thousand troops on parade, a large number of invited guests, and the Lord Lieutenant of Ireland, you know, Britain's highest political office in the country, he unveils the monument and he says that, quote, We are assembled here to dedicate this noble work of art to the perpetual commemoration of a great personality and a great life. Victoria wasn't the only figure on the monument. She was also joined by a, a figure of a dying soldier, which represented an Irish soldier who died in the South African War, the Boer War, that was very, very fresh in the public mind. So it gave the monument a kind of political dimension. OK, well, that was February 1908. Of course, then uh, we got independence. The Free State was born. Uh, having a monument right outside the front door of Parliament was something that was abhorrent. Oh, yeah. And if you look at what's happened in the Ukraine in recent months, I mean, if there's a statue of Lenin left in the Ukraine, I'd be surprised to hear about it. Uh, people tear down these old symbols, these old monuments. It's exactly what happened in Dublin and across Ireland. Uh, King William of Orange at College Green was blown to pieces. Down in Galway, the people threw a monument of Lord Dunkillen into the sea while a band was playing I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles. This was just a done thing across the island of Ireland. The focus turned to Victoria because of the symbolism of her being right outside of the Parliament. Uh, in February, 30, February 1933, uh, some members of Fianna Fáil made the front of the Irish Times when they said that to them, having such a statue outside the Dáil was inconsistent with the main objects of Fianna Fáil, that this relic of imperialism should still disgrace the front of our parliamentary institution. So for decades after independence, there was debate over moving this statue and just how and why it should be done. When was she eventually removed and where did she go? Well, she did well. She made it over 20 years. Uh, in July 1948, she was removed from Leinster Lawn. 
they said, the Taoiseach said that the removal was intended to provide parking spaces for cars. <laughs> but I don't think many people believed that. Uh, it was quite an embarrassing removal. The statue was so large that Victoria was taken out of Leinster House on her back. Uh, she was too tall to pass through the gates otherwise. So it made for some great press photos, but it was an inglorious departure for any British monarch. She was dumped up in the Royal Hospital Comainham. Uh, she later moved, parts of her moved out to Offaly, but she was largely forgotten, so to say. And then in the 1980s... Parts of her moved to Offaly, which parts? The woman herself went. Uh, the base remained in Bully's Acre, <laughs> by the Royal Hospital Kilmainham. And there's parts of it in Dublin Castle. It's all over the place. It was split up into many pieces. But in 86, the woman herself sailed out of Dublin Port in a container vessel. And she was bound for Australia. Uh, there had been talk of sending her to Canada. The Canadians couldn't afford the cost of shipping her. But when the Lord Mayor of Sydney uh, put in a request to the people of Dublin, it was sent on what was called a permanent loan basis. And she now sits outside the Queen Victoria building in Sydney, looking over a more appreciative audience, you could say. There's a great plaque that says, At the request of the City of Sydney, this statue of Queen Victoria was presented by the government and people of Ireland in a spirit of goodwill and friendship. Until 1947, it stood in front of Leinster House, Dublin, the seat of the Irish Parliament. And were there any bits left behind? Well, the bits of the base, the plinth, are still here. They're in Bully's Acre. The statue of the dying soldier is in Dublin Castle. Uh, but interestingly, if you're ever walking around the doll, head to the back garden. And in the bushes, Prince Albert is there. And listeners, if you go to the Natural History Museum, doing? go to the Dead Zoo and look in the railings and you can see Prince Albert and he's hiding in a bush. And I reckon no one blew him up. No one demanded his removal because they just forgot he was there. Donald Fallon, as always, giving us intriguing insights into bits of history you didn't know about. Today it was Queen Vic now sitting happily in Sydney, Australia. Donald, thank you. 11.30 every Saturday morning, is right? 11.30? From the Little Museum of Dublin. There's a few moving statues on that tour as well. St. Stephen's Green. Donald, thanks very much.